0: It's the health in the real world podcast. It's time to start the show with Chris Jenke as your host. Here to give you everything that you need when it comes to fitness strategies. We keep it simple and easy. It's your roadmap to get healthy. You don't need equipment and you don't need a gym. Just the right strategies to get you fit and trim. Hello and welcome to Health in the Real World. I'm Chris Janke and I'm joined today by Catherine Zeidel. Catherine is a retired flight attendant turned fitness professional. She started training clients while still working for the airlines and decided to start her own training business in 1996. She's been competing in bodybuilding since then. And she turned professional with the International Federation of Bodybuilding at age 59 and she still competes at age 67. Catherine, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Thank you, Chris, for having me.
0: So you're still competing. (laughs)
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) And what's that like? You're, You're almost 70 years old and you're still competing as a professional bodybuilder.
1: I turned professional in 2014. When I started bodybuilding in the 90s, a professional status was very elusive. And I, they had just added master's classes at 30, which was women 35 and over and men 40 and over. Okay, cool. I said, oh, you get to compete as a master's my very first show. Master's classes were actually harder because the women had been <laughs> doing it for a long time. But mind you, bodybuilding was not uh, very popular.
0: It was very new in the, you said you started in the 90s, right? Yeah, 96 was my
1: first show. I was 41.
0: Yeah, yeah. I started
1: started lifting weights in my late
0: 30s. Awesome. Awesome. I think you and I started, (laughs) I think I started lifting in 94. I was a little bit younger, but I started in 1994 lifting, been lifting ever since. So what, so you're a flight attendant in up until the 90s and what got you to, to say, hey, wait a minute, maybe I want to try some.
1: Actually, the competition is just goal setting. It's how it started out for health and food. Started with, I'll go ahead and say the name of the airline, was Southwest Airlines. If anyone looks back on the history, when we started out, we flew around Texas and it was only flight attendants and we wore hot pants and boots. <laughs> And so we had weight check every week, and everybody had to be attractive and look good in their hot pants. It basically catered to the businessman commuter. And then low fares for people on our Texas on the nights and weekends. Always trying to stay on weight check in the 70s, the wrong way, not eating, (laughs) drinking lots of coffee. So fast forward to the mid 80s, they got rid of weight check, but, and then they hired men, had different uniforms, but I did not like the way I felt. And I, we didn't have overnights at first. And when we did, I started like, I always was active growing up riding horses. I've been riding horses my whole life and just always active and recreational. I thought I want to start running. I want to start trying to do it some kind of structured workout, but it mainly it was the nutrition
0: mm-hmm.
1: that I wanted to focus on first. And so as, and this was in like I said, probably about 1989. So I went to an internal medicine doctor and I said I had I get low blood sugar. And I was thankful back then he said higher protein, three meals a day, three snacks. Nice. And at, immediately I started feeling better and because I started feeling better, I think a lot of people, once they start a program to start feeling better, then they're motivated yes. to continue doing what they're doing. You, you
0: see result. You see this many, this much results from just a little change. And then you're like, if I make a big change, right, my whole life can transform.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And so I was very religious about just reading everything I could get my hands on about nutrition and how the body processes food and all the benefits and vitamins and supplements can do for you, which wasn't a lot of literature back then, but I already was into supplements. So I would get these magazines that advertise that they would have articles that they had Mm -hmm. researched. And Mm -hmm. so I just fell in love with how the body works and how it takes your fuel and supplements and vitamins and exercise (laughs) uh And then, so when I started doing just weight training, like circuit training, then I got interested in free weights. I went to a like a little gym down the street from where I lived in my apartments. So I mean that it just exploded. People back then were like, you're not putting sauce on this and you're not <laughs> putting sugar on that. And so people started asking questions. And I really got into, I just fell in love with the free weights. And so we did back when we didn't have microwaves we didn't have a refrigerator on the airplane. And we were traveling around the country at this time, but I would try to find a gym wherever I went, pack my food for my whole three-day trip.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it would
1: take me 20 minutes to go closing a suitcase. It would take me two hours to get all my supplements and my food ready <laughs> that would last right. for three days. And this was in the early 90s and nobody <laughs> was doing that. So, and then, of course, my body started changing. I started developing muscle. We wore shorts and camp shirts and tennis shoes and and going up and down the aisles and making PAs and everybody would stop me and say, so, oh my gosh, your arms are great. Your legs are great. Are you a runner? Or What do you do? Or they go to the back and they see me eating. My flight attendants hated because I was back there eating all the time in the back <laughs> alley. <gallon. laughs> <laughs> You're eating again? <laughs> <laughs> I've got to stay on I just was so motivated. And then when you get in a routine, and I think a lot of people, I know my clients, when I just beg them to follow, yeah, I can't do this. Just follow this for You'd be surprised. It only yeah. takes seven to 10 days at the longest, two weeks. And they, they always come back and say, oh my God, you're right. Yeah. I can't wait for that next little meal. They've been starving themselves at Weight watching. So right. this is yeah watchers so,
0: so so this is really good. I I like giving people that little tips like this. So what you tell your clients to do for seven to ten days. You already mentioned more protein. This is what your doctor told you: more protein and then three meals plus three snacks. How has that evolved over the time? over, over the last couple of decades. What do you tell your clients now? Come on, please, just try this for seven to ten days. What what's that information? Well,
1: first what I do is I ask them, which makes them mind conscious. I go, okay, you want to change, but I know that everyone is not gonna be the three meals, three snacks. You, you don't go from a to you know zero to sixty, 60. eight yeah, yeah. They I look at the fact that I'm asking them to change their lifestyle. And Meal prepping or thinking about meals uh, and planning when you're going to eat takes time that they have not experienced, even if it's a few minutes out of the day, it has to be a schedule. And so I ask them to write write down what you've been eating. (laughs) And then I take it, but it also tells me what do they like. But I give them a general and say, but they sometimes want to be specific. Can you give me a diet? Well, let's, some people like fish, some people like chicken, some people, you want it to be a lifestyle. It's what do you like? And then if you, as long as you have for, you know, your body, this much protein at each of your main meals and two snacks, and here's a list of things you can choose from then you can devise your own. And but I give them a just give them a sample. And they come back and they say, and, and it's it's not even as I'm not even asking as much as three meals and three snacks. Because right. you can't you can't go take somebody who's not eaten all day long and eats one big meal, eat all day long. They're gonna yeah. go, oh no, I'm too full. I can't do that.
0: Right, right. No, they just look I
1: just look at it on paper and go, like, oh wait a minute, that's way too much
0: I, yeah, Actually, personally, it, it took me probably three years of knowing what type of meal plan I wanted to eat. It took me uh-huh. three years to actually get to that point because I would make one little change. I would get used to it for a while, make little adjustments, make one more little change. And after three years, finally, I got to that point where I was eating consistently. I Actually, this is a good segue because I wanted to ask you about this. You just mentioned somebody who eats just one meal, big meal a day really popular now is intermittent fasting and right. i i have the same response that i think you just, you just, you just <laughs> as rolled, i roll my you just roll your eyes i don't know <laughs> intermittent <laughs> fasting and keto are the two big ones
1: i think keto is the old atkins anyway which i, I tell people they just renamed the diet right and and i said that's all it is. It's just the old Atkins, and I say that was invented by a doctor for people who are extremely obese and, and diabetic, and yeah, and uh, have epilepsy. Actually, if you look at it,
0: mm, yeah. or they
1: can't work out. I said, how do they lose weight? And that, and it was still, if you research it, with short term. You aren't supposed to stay on a low or no carb diet. And then I also tell them it takes, you know, you need 50 grams of carbs for your brain to function. Right. No, I, I even have some athlete friends that swear that they build muscle on keto and they've gotten used to it. But I we, we know that there's the physiology, and that's what I tell my clients, and they get so interested. They just then I apply it to how the body actually works for every person. Carbs are your fir- first fuel source. The body uses those carbs in your blood, in your muscles. Then it goes to protein in your blood and then in your muscles. And then it goes to fat. So why would you want to eat fat specifically?
0: Right. right. You know? <laughs> in huge quantities.
1: It just, the body's not designed.
0: Plus you have, the, the. I think I tell all my clients, I say, eat like a bodybuilder. Take what. The the three hundred pound guy does and just chop it in half, but do the same thing like your carbs, protein, and fat.
1: Well, yeah, and and And, find what works for you. Like you took some time, you have it if you had a basic plan. Yeah, and then you tweak it to your liking and how you see your body responds. Right, and and so what I do is guide those people along that path, but I give them structure, but I also give them flexibility. Because that's the only way it's gonna work. It has to be a lifestyle. That's how I adopted my lifestyle. It becomes a way of life. I I can't even imagine not ever. I know by looking at my food, how many ounces I still weigh it. It's a habit, a meal prep. It's a habit. Do I go out to eat occasionally? Yes, Uh, but I don't like the way I feel after I do. So I don't do it very often. And I'll see it in the way I feel the next day or my workout or just the way I slept that night. And so I tell my clients, you'll get to that point where your body will start telling you, "Yeah, you don't need someone to say, yeah. but I know you need direction to start. And it's so funny. They'll come back 8% of the time. This is so much food. Yes, I know. Try just to get the three meals, and even if you get one or two snacks, do that for me. And if you get three-fourths of this in, I'll be happy. Yeah. And they come back. <laughs> I said, but time it. Set a little timer. You need to eat every three hours. No more than four hours should go by. <laughs> They'll come back. I swear not, it's usually only a week later time. <gasps> Oh my God, you're right. I am so hungry for that next meal. I just, mm. and they never even ate breakfast. And they're telling me at the beginning, I'm sorry. I am sick. I just get sick to myself. I cannot eat breakfast. Please, please, please.
0: please. And just
1: yeah. don't drink your coffee because then you really won't want to eat
0: and you don't want breakfast. If yeah. you, you
1: want coffee, you can have it after you. Sure,
0: <laughs> good idea. Because
1: it takes away your appetite, they're also excited to find out all of this stuff and they've been intrigued as well oh that's yeah. how the body works oh you right. takes away your appetite oh i need to eat more to lose weight
0: it's so that last one you just said i need to eat more to lose weight i think is the most empowering because you mentioned weight watchers earlier we talked about keto we talked about intermittent fasting all these other things are very restrictive and again eat like a bodybuilder, eat every three hours, eat large amounts of protein, not like crazy, but you know, this much protein, mm-hmm. you have your, you have a little salad, you have some vegetable and you have some carbs. And then of course there's fat in there because you get fat in the, the protein and everything. I get asked like, what about fat? There's fat everywhere. <laughs> Even in your
1: vegetables.
0: They're like, what? Yes. <laughs> so, and it's just like, if you just put one of those meals down, I bet if you just went to your kitchen and got one of your meals and we looked at it, it's just like, like a common sense meal, right? Plus, Versus, yes, I
1: cut your plate first.
0: Yeah. It's not gimmicky. It's just, it's just common sense. And then, and then of course you're going to burn through that. And like you said, three hours, perfect. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. you don't want to eat in an hour. That seems too fast. You don't want to eat mm-hmm. in eight hours like why would you go eight hours without eating that just well
1: that matter. goes with the inner that's why I rolled my eyes into intermittent fasting I don't know about you but I don't know that I've met anybody that's had success with that they will they might lose weight just like keto they might lose weight initially but then they're go and they go crazy on their carbs and mm. they overeat and or I like the I'm intermittent fasting and they're saving up for some big you know Food fest, you know, <laughs> I'm going to break my fast. Oh, well, right. I, said, I said, so you've slowed down your metabolism. Your thyroid has stopped or slowed down to protect. I said, we're like cave people. Our bodies are designed and still that way today as it was when we had to fight and hunt for our food. And if there wasn't any food, to survive our bodies slowed down and didn't burn any fat it burned muscle and whatever carbs were left but it didn't burn because we can survive for you know days and days on body fat
0: you have nine grams or nine calories per gram and that's one thing that i that's the first thing i'll tell somebody who's really into keto i say you know for every gram of fat, you nine calories as opposed to I was like, so how
1: is that working for right. you? You're, I said, your carbs hold water. We yeah. know that. And that's a whole nother variable when people go, oh my God, I'm gaining weight. Your body's adjusting. I'm having you drink more water. You're eating carbs. Your body holds on to carbs it will pan out, but they're like, oh, I've lost weight when I go keto. Yes, you've lost water weight.
0: <laughs> <And you've> lost <laughs> I lost 10 too.
1: pounds in one yeah. week. I was like, first of all, that's physiologically impossible. Right. Even the most you can lose is two pounds a week of body.
0: And it is, it is water weight. weight. So this is a good segue. Talk about carb cycling a little bit because I think carb cycling is one of the best things that bodybuilders do is you never let your body get used to one like flat line.
1: I've done both getting ready for competition and experimented with both and both work. And um, when, but now the trick is when we say carb cycling, people think they need to go very low carbs and yeah. then add carbs low i go, yeah,
0: you don't i said no low.
1: carbs are still in my diet what i do is i get a basic going and i cut my calories like that you what is it is it takes uh, thirty-five hundred calories a week to lose one pound of fat you, put a, right. you cut that and you divide that over the week. That's not very many calories a day if you're working out already and burning above your maintenance because you're working out. So you just take away either, I'd like to take it away first in the carbs because you don't want to sacrifice protein. And that's how right. the carb cycling starts. And then... In the initial stages or maybe a refeed with a cheat meal i don't like cheat meals like per se where people go out and eat pizza and burgers right. and fries and stuff i've never done that just as i i'm on the health side <laughs> yeah yeah
0: because then that healthy. that does that yo-yo thing and you're well i'm just
1: good. used to eating healthy i just don't, it's just nothing that appeals to me maybe birthday cake once a year but <laughs> 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 but uh, so then then when they're starting, you're starting to make changes. So then you don't want to change one variable at a time. So you'll add a little bit of cardio. Let's say you're starting at 20 minutes, you bump it up 10 extra minutes on those cardio days. And then from the carbs and then the cardio so that when you're getting, that's how you're tricking your body to eventually always be letting go of the body fat and hopefully hanging on to as much as you can. Now, when we get closer to competition, the body's going to resist getting down to a very low percentage of body fat. Yeah. And it, but if you eat consistently, the consistency is the key. I think that should be said in the beginning of all this that find what works for you and being consistent. Yeah. And you have to do all three. You have to, the nutrition has to be consistent. You have to train. You have to do your cardio. You can't leave out one of those variables in the success of building or maintaining muscle and losing body and being right. healthy. So it, it goes that way all the way to competition. And then I think probably when the body is not wanting to change is when the more advanced carb cycling comes in where so you've already been gradually reducing and you never want to reduce your carbs like first thing in the morning or after your workout that's when your body needs the needs
0: carbs is right up mm-hmm. yeah first thing in the morning and after your workout because right.
1: when you're not you're less likely to overproduce insulin when you and then it just goes straight to your muscles and hopefully yeah, yeah. Not to body fat, you're going to utilize that for recovery. <clears throat> and you've been fasting, and this intermittent fasting, we're all fasting. We fast at eight, well,
0: most overnight, people,
1: overnight for yep. eight hours. That's a long time without food. And we're still burning calories at night. You so, say, you eat at night, you eat a meal at night. I said, I've gotten super lean getting up in the middle of the night and <laughs> eating a meal. Right. You know, it's still calories in, calories out. Yeah. But I do believe to trick the body when you do hit a plateau and carb cycle that that kind of really ignites a fire to, oh, okay. So you're giving me extra carbs when you've taken it away for a couple of days and then you add your maintenance back in, the body says, oh, just like we talked about where the thyroid slows down, but then it'll metabolism and everything will pick up. When there's a refeed, because the body says, oh, there is food. There is plenty of food. I can burn fat and I don't have to burn muscle. Right. But I think that's how carb cycling, that's the theory behind right. when uh, people are getting ready for those. But the competition I originally did, because I probably take everything to competition with my horses. But it, for it really for me, it was just goals. Hey, I want to do that. And yeah. then I liked the process, and then what I like is, I want to be at work, then what can I do to be better? So then the next six months, I'm back to my, still doing my program, I'm just eating more calories, and doing less, more less cardio, and so it becomes a lifestyle, so everybody's like, how long can you compete, keep doing this for your body, and I was like, and then I had one uh, lifespan doctor telling me when I was, uh, before I turned 50, he says, you know, you'll probably have to stop this in your 50s
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> when you turn 50. And then I went, I turned 50, I went through menopause. I was like, I didn't even feel the change probably because of my lifestyle. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And that's what he surmised. He know it's probably just because, and even though I went some time without having a cycle because my body, you know, like runners or extreme athlete women, Body fat's low but then right, it comes
0: sure. back. But very low body
1: fat. But so I don't think my yes, maybe the hormones were changing, but I didn't feel the effects because our clean eating, our lifestyle makes you sleep better, makes you feel good during the day. So probably instead way better than taking drugs or oh, hormone yeah. replacement. I think still out on hormone replacement. Yeah. So whether everybody thinks it's I think people go for that because they feel so yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, not
1: not because they're oh I think I need hormones <laughs> right but as a doctor because you feel bad
0: you want to oh, feel better and right, then yeah. they said,
1: and it's that money they say oh you need your hormones.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and I was like mm. so anyway he quit saying that after 50 because you know what never mind
0: <laughs> yeah yeah Which was was 17 years ago. This this has been a great conversation. Again, you're 67 years old, still competing as a professional bodybuilder. How do people get in touch with you? Because I think there'd be a lot of people who, who are going through, like you said, menopause or just getting a little bit older and want to feel healthy. And you're obviously- Oh yeah, men yes, and women
1: are always asking me questions. And that's how I got started uh, when I was flying. People were asking so many questions back yeah. then. But especially now, my website is being redone. It is on my Facebook, but it's not up yet again. So I have my Facebook is, I don't have the link to it, but it's Catherine with a C-A-T-H-E-R, I need page middle name Zydell, z-i-d-e-l-l and on instagram it's just c Zydell.
0: perfect okay nice everybody go check out Catherine's website or a website under construction facebook instagram (laughs) get in touch with you thank you again for sharing your your knowledge and that's a fascinating story and congratulations for being in the game this long this is pretty incredible thank you
1: you so much chris have a good day thanks for listening
0: balance.com to learn more.